Hey y'all, so here's my second episode here. It's entitled God Thinks. Um, I pray that you guys do receive this word and I hope that you can add to it. You can share, um, let it go forth, spread, let it build. Of course, you guys, please build onto this and share. Um, We're going to start with a prayer before we get into this um, podcast. Father God, we ask um, that you enter into this um, listening that we have here. God, I pray that you decrease me and you speak in this podcast, God. Let this be of you. Let this be from you. God, let this edify the listeners. Let it also edify me as I, you know, repeat um, what it is that you share with me, God. I pray that everybody is able to take this message and they are able to take these seeds and plant them. Let them take root deep, deep, deep roots and let it also bring forth much fruit and let this go out into the world. Let it be spread. Let it enlarge the territory of all of our listeners. Let it also enlarge my territory, God. Um, I pray that this delivers um, others like it has delivered me. I pray that this releases others like it has released me. And God, I pray many blessings on all of my listeners as they listen in on this episode, God. In your mighty name, in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, y'all. So, um, this episode here is um, entitled God Things. And I must say, this one here, um, this one really freed me. This one truly blessed me. Um, This one, I honestly, I know was a word of God. It started with a dream I had. Um, I had this dream where, and it's hard to explain this dream, um, but in this dream, I'm in a field. In this field, it has um, green grass. And this grass is so, it's like a bright green. It's almost like a lime green. It's real, real fresh looking grass, okay? And I can't necessarily, I can't see my body. But I know I'm in this field. And in this field, it's everybody's in like perfect rows. We're all, it's like we're on a grid, but there's no, you know, outline of it. It's just, we're in our space and we know that that's our space. And I can't make out the people. And the crazy thing is, is these are not just people. So I can see to the side. And I can see, but I'm not, I don't feel like I'm turning my head. It's like I have eyes on the side and I can see to my um, left side, there's some other people and I can see this one in particular and he's, you know, he's dressed and we're all, I guess, dressed like this, but we have, it's like a brown cloak, but and we're down and we're toiling as the person, but we're also, I'm calling it sheep, but it's not necessarily looking like sheep, but that's the only reference I have for this. But it's an animal, it's some kind of creature, and it has eyes on the side of its head. 
but the human form has eyes on the front and is these eyes are looking down and it's in human form is toiling the grass but in the creature form it has the eyes to the side and it's eating the grass but it's happening at the same time and i feel the same is happening for me in my space in my lot and with my eyes on the side i can see that this field is outlined in a chain link fence okay and outside that chain link fence in our field you can see that you know it's wonderful weather it's beautiful and but on the chain link fence on the outside of it it's kind of gloomy and there's I'm referencing them as spirits or as souls or as energy because it's the same thing. It's outlined, but you know, you can see through it and, but you know, it's there. You sense it's more of a, I can sense it's there. I can't make it out. And the energy on the outside of this fence, it's, um, it's chaotic. There's a lot of pushing and shoving and, and wailing and, 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 and yelling. And it's kind of like getting our, trying to get our attention. And I can see now, now I can see in this chain link fence, there's an opening. And that opening is a little bit behind me. And at that opening, I can see a figure. I can outline a man. And he's standing at that opening and he has on a white cloak. His is pure white, and he's just standing there. Um, and I want to say he has a rod in his hand, and he's standing there at the opening. And I can't see his face, but I just see the back of him. And he's standing there, and he's not denying anyone from coming in, but he's not pulling anyone in. He's just standing there. He's just standing there. And people are at that opening and they're just, you know, they're moving about the, the energies. I'm saying people, but it's really, it's honestly, it's like spirits. It's an energy. And they're moving about. You can see it. It's moving, moving, moving. They're constantly moving. They're pushing. But nobody is coming through and it's open. And all of a sudden, I hear a familiar voice. And I know this voice. And this is someone who's been on my heart a lot, has been on my mind a lot. And I've even prayed multiple times about this. Um, I can hear their voice. And I go over and I go around this, the man that's standing there at the opening of the fence. I go around and I'm right there. I can't get into that crowd, but I'm able to reach in. Okay. And somehow I'm able to reach in. I don't, like I said, I can't see my hand. I can't see my body, but I know that I've connected with that, that, that voice, that person, that familiar voice. I've connected with them and we're connected. And it's like, I'm trying to pull them over, but they're not coming. And it's like, they want to, but for some reason, it's not working. They're not. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm pulling and I'm trying and they want to, but it's not happening. It's not happening. And that's when I hear a voice and it's this the man that's standing there. And he says, that's not your assignment. You're not here 
to educate them. That's not your assignment. And all of a sudden, it's like I'm teleported, but I'm back in that lot. And I can see myself in that lot. And I'm back in that lot and I'm back and I'm toiling and I'm eating. I'm toiling and I'm eating. I'm toiling and I'm being fed at the same time. And as this is happening, all of a sudden, one of the people that are just like me comes over and it's a male energy and he comes over and he's, he's talking to me, but he's saying some things as if he knows me, he knows me and he's recognizing me. And that's when I hear the voice and I'm assuming it's still this, the guy the man that I'm seeing at the fence, I still can't see his face. It's still his back is to me. And it's saying a God thing recognizes a God thing. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so I'm like, God, what are you saying in this dream? God, what? Break this down for me. Break this down. And that's when I, um, I'm led to the story of Sarah and Abraham. And it was saying, it was like, okay, God gave a promise to Abraham. And he also gave a promise to Sarah. And that promise was that Abraham would be, a fa be the father of many. He would have many descendants. Um, and... It was, you know, that was that God thing. That was something that God was going to do. However, in that patience and in that waiting period that they experienced, um, Sarah, you know, she had the bright idea of, hey, we're waiting patiently and our time, you know, is, is going fast. We're aging and we're almost getting out of that physical realm of being able to do this. So God said he would make you a father of many. I can't bring it about on my own. I do have a young maid here. How about you um, sleep with her and bring about that promise that God made so we can get this going? And they do. It happens. They bring this about. But look at all the strife that came with that and having to Abraham having to part from what he thought was a God thing, that separation there. And so it struck me and I started to see, and it was like, okay, that voice that I was hearing, it was a revelation to me to say, Hey, you know, here it is. I told you who I, who I created you to be. And I told you what I was going to do in your life. You don't have to go out and make it happen. You don't have to go out and um, try to look for or find or seek these things. No. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. We are first supposed to be seeking God. And then everything will be added to you. And then it was it was showing me, you know, yes, you go out and, you know, you have these plans for yourself and you're like, God, you called me to be the head and not the tail. And so you get on the job and all of a sudden 
you found yourself micromanaging everybody because you're like, oh, I said I was the head and not the tail. And you wonder why it crashes and burns because that's not what God called you for. That was not your assignment. Your assignment was not to recreate what God had told you. Your assignment was to allow what God told you to come through you. And here it is. So I'm in this field and that voice that I'm hearing is, it was a promise that I know God gave me that I was trying to make happen and it didn't happen. It crashed. And it was when it told me that you're not here to educate them or in, in other words, you're not here to mold them into what God told you he would promise you. You are here to be molded yourself, to be the promise that God promised. It was a wake up call, y'all, for me that all this time I've been seeking and searching for God's promises when guess what? I am the promise. You are the promise. You. God said before I knew you were even born, he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. That means he had already established that promise and that promise was you. Therefore, you had to come through so that that promise could come through. You are the promise. You are the purpose that you're seeking. It's you. God is molding you to bring forth what he said is not going to come through them. It's not going to come through your job. It's not going to come through your bank account. It's going to come through you. It is you. You are the promise that you seek. God said he's going to make you the head and not the tail. He's going to make you. So allow him to mold and work on you. And it's uh, this dream. While I'm working, I'm toiling. And I'm eat being fed as that sheep. And I'm toiling. And I'm doing the works about my father's business in my father's building on his kingdom. In my father's fields, in my father's green pastures. That's when I said this, this spirit comes towards me and it's a guy and he's talking to me and he knows me. And it's another like spirit. And that's where it said, God showed me right then. And guess what? Not only are you the promise that you seek. But everything, all the riches and glory is already attached to you. It's already in your vicinity. It's already there. You're already connected to that elevation. You're already connected to it. And all you have to do is like in this dream, you're doing the work in the Father's kingdom. It's that work for the kingdom that's going to bring about that change. It's that work in the kingdom that's going to bring about that promise in you that's going to stir up that gift in you. Then, not only that, so then it came to me, um, the Holy Spirit was speaking again, and he said, faith without works is dead. 
faith without works is dead. And it kept replaying in my head, kept replaying, kept replaying. And I said, okay, God, she's trying to say something here. And that's where it said, what if, you know, what if you've been going through life all this time thinking that, okay, faith without works is dead means that if I ain't doing, then I ain't believing. If I'm not, you know, working or making this happen, then I'm not believing fully that God can do. What if that's not true? What if that's not true? What if we're truly supposed to shift our thinking and what that is actually telling us is that work, that God, if faith without work is dead, is actually trying to tell us that work that God is doing within us. We have to have faith in God that he is who he says he is and therefore he will do that work inside of us to bring it about, to bring it with, bring it to pass. Okay, we can't believe God, but not accept the work that he's doing in us. Faith without works is dead. You can't believe God to do it, but not allow him to work on you. God is trying to save you. And through saving you, others will be saved. My cup runneth over. As God pours into me, it runs over and it touches and it feels and it spreads to those surrounded by me. And now that work that God has done in me, he can also work it into them. God is trying to make me complete. God is trying to make me whole so that I can be the promise that he said. That promise to never fail me. That promise to prosper me. It's got to come through me. It's also another thing that um, was brought to my memories was um, the story of Jesus. So the young Jesus, I've always pondered it. When Jesus was small, and um he was with his family and they were in the um in the in the synagogue in the church and everybody left however jesus was not with them and so mary comes back and she finds him and she's like you know jesus what in the world uh you saw your family leaving what are you doing and his response was well, did you not know I'd be about my father's business? I mean, he got smart with Mary and it was like, uh, excuse you, do you not know who I am? It's kind of the tone that I was getting from what Jesus was responding. And then you jump to Jesus's first miracle. Now there's that time period that we don't hear or see. We don't get to, you know, we don't know exactly what's happening, but then you get to when you get to, um, Jesus's first miracle and they're at the wedding and Mary comes over to Jesus and she says oh they've run out of wine and Jesus's response again he got smart with Mary but this time it was something different and Mary responded to this one Jesus said um well, well what you telling me for it ain't like it's my time and that's when Mary, something, something spoke to Mary and Mary said, turns to the servants and she said, Hey, y'all do whatever he tells you to do. 
And I said, what, what was that? And again, that's when the Holy Spirit reminded me that here it is, you know, you can go about acting the part of who God called you to be. Acting like or giving the visuals of who God called you to be or who God said that you are. Or you can get to a place where you say, not me, but God. It's not me that's going to do this. It's God that's going to do this. And there's that shift that you see. And that is, again, part of God's promises where he's saying, okay, now, you know, you've been trying to recreate. You've been trying to look the part. You've been trying to give off the air of the blessing you've been doing. But when you step back and let me do, that's when that promise is going to come through. When you let me do it. And that's why I said, you know, the promise, it's already in us. The promise is us. It's why we were created for that purpose. So if we're created for that purpose, that means it's got to come through us. So therefore, we don't have to go out and try to force things. We don't have to try to make things. We don't have to recreate things. We don't have to try to, you know, wean in other people to join in on what we see. Because just like in my dream, here it is, I'm pulling for this person. They can't make it. But when I get back to my spot and I get back to doing my father's work and I get back to focusing on my space that God has created and I'm in it and I'm feeding off of this land and I'm also toiling and working in this land. What happens? A spirit comes over to me that recognizes me that was already connected, already in the field with me. Then I can realize, okay, now I'm in a in a kingdom. This is a kingdom relationship. This is a kingdom connection. And now we can together continue. Now that, you know, it's not to say that those spirits or, you know, those energies are completely lost. But when they get to the place, because like I said, the fence is open. It's open. All they had to do was come through. And oh, to see their shapes when they're outside of the fence and then to see our shapes in there, it's a transforming as they come through. And I just got that revelation right there. Oh, wow. A transforming of even how they look and how they were formed and how they're shaped. They going to take on a change. And they come into that field. And like I said, we're being fed as sheep. But we're toiling and I see us, it's almost like a, um, I almost feel like a first thought that came to mind was like, I felt like a Boaz and a Ruth. But we're in the field and we're, we're toiling, we're working and we're in, it's a brown cloak. Everybody, and everybody looks the same, but it's a different, you know, there are different energies, different spirits, different souls there. But what God was just revealing to me, y'all, is that stop seeking your purpose, seeking the plan, seeking the promise. Stop seeking it through others. Stop trying to bring it about through others. Stop trying to bring it about through just a job or through a business. 
through a bank account, through a status. No. Allow God to mold you in that waiting period. That's what that waiting period is for. It's for your preparation. Okay? It's like I was watching um, an old episode of Moesha. And I remember she, it was where she was. It was the episode where she was working for Vibe Magazine. And she was a reporter and she had this thing. It was uh, Maya Angelou was guest starring and she uh, took the opportunity to interview Maya Angelou. And um, she ended up getting fired from the job. And she was like, you know what? I, it was a, I took an opportunity. I thought you would be proud of me. And the, her boss told her, he said, you know, the thing of a true reporter, they understand that 10% of what they do is taking the opportunity, but 90% is the preparation. And I took that and God spoke to my spirit. It was in order for this promise to come through. Yes, there are going to be some opportunities that you'll take. 10% of that will be an opportunity to take. But 90% of that, I'm going to need you in preparation, preparing yourself for when that opportunity comes. That way you know exactly what to do with it and how to continue it on. Because this promise is not just for you, but this promise is going to release some others. This promise is going to spread forth. This promise is, is for others. Abraham wasn't just the father of Ishmael and Isaac. No, he he has many descendants. So many descendants, God told me, can you count the stars? Because guess what? You ain't going to count your descendants either. That's what that promise is. That's what that promise does. This promise is bigger than you. It's greater than you. So yes, you're going through a time that you feel like, oh God, am I delayed? Oh God, I'm so behind. God, I see it happening for others. Okay, is there something I need to be doing? Is there something I need to be saying? Is there someone I need to be connected with? Allow God to make you who you're supposed to be. And that connection is going to come to you because a God thing represents a God thing. It's going to recognize a God thing. And it's going to represent it too. What do they say? Real recognize real. There you go. A God thing, it recognizes a God thing. And you're going to find yourself in relation with these godly things. You're going to see, even on the job, trans, you're going to start seeing transformation into God things. You're going to start seeing more God things happening on the job that lets you know, okay, this ain't nothing but God. That's how that promise is brought forth. When we, Instead of trying to make it happen, instead of trying to recreate it or trying to give the illusion of or trying to convince others of that promise that God has given us, when we release that power and allow God's power to work in us, we don't have to prove it. We don't have to showboat it. It's no longer it is what it is. It's a God thing. It's what you respond to. it. Oh, it's a God thing. And guess what? They gonna see. Oh, this was nothing but a God. Oh, that was a God thing. Because I know, I know that she couldn't have done that. I know that he couldn't have done that. 
Mm-mm. No, that was a God thing. God did that. It becomes that. Your, your vocabulary changes. Your form changes. Your What you're doing changes. Because now you've allowed God to mold you into who he said he wanted you to be. You've allowed God to now bring forth that promise. Okay? Do not go out constantly seeking. Let go of that having to be in control. Let go of that, you know, that that itch in your waiting season to make something happen or to look the part and allow God to prepare you for the actual part. Actors, they don't get the part just because, okay, you know, you go and you, you can, I can say that I was in a film and I can go out to the Starbucks and be dressed up like Halle Berry and say, yeah, I'm Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. I can say that I can give off the air that I'm Halle Berry, but that won't make me Halle Berry. It doesn't make me Halle Berry. It doesn't make me an actress. I have to allow God. If God wanted me to be Halle Berry, guess what? He would have birthed me into this world as Halle Berry. So whatever God has told me, I have to trust and believe that, hey, God, if that's what you wanted for me, you would have birthed me into it. Therefore, I have to allow God to do that work in me to prepare me and get me ready to be exactly who he said I was going to be. God, you said I'd be the head and not the tail. Okay, so prepare me for it. Prepare me in this waiting season. That's what I'm working on. It's my preparation. I'm working on my obedience. Therefore, when that opportunity comes, guess what? I'm ready. I said it on my job. I said, you know, I, I like being prepared. I don't like to get ready. I like to be found ready. I don't want, because if I have to get ready, now I'm behind. I want to be found ready. So therefore, when that promise comes through, my God, now it can come through and others can be blessed by it. And it's not just about a blessing for me, because the true God promise Others will get blessed. Well, they probably get blessed by it before you do. That's a true. That's how you know it's a true promise of God. When uh, when you start seeing others get blessed by it before you do, now that's a true promise of God. Now you know. That's how you know. Now you're you you are enlarging your territory. Now your cup is running over. Everybody connected to you getting blessed and you start seeing it. Now, you know, you're being used by God. Now, you know, the promise is being brought forth. When you start seeing others be touched and healed and blessed and they can take it and run with it and spread it even more. That's a God thing. That's a God thing. It's bearing much fruit. That's a God thing. That is a God thing. Y'all take this word and you share it with others. Share it with as many people as you need to, y'all. Um, I pray that this blesses you because it definitely has blessed me. And I want to close this out with a prayer. 
Father God, we thank you for today and we thank you for this word. Um, God, I pray that you bless it and you bless those that listen to it. Bless those that have been that are encountering this message from you, God. May it heal, may it release, may it deliver, may it save, may it position somebody now. May it position others so that they can be fruitful, God. Let this take root into their spirit, God. Let it grow. And let them be fruitful with this word. Um, Let this word go forth. May this word enlarge all of our territories. May this word bring more and more into your kingdom, God. In this we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.